Welcome to the Charlotte is Creative podcast. Today's show features hosts Tim Miner and Matt Olin, speaking with Michelle Gabadia, Associate Dean and Director of Fraternity and Sorority Life, immediately following the January 5th Creative Morning Charlotte event at the Fillmore, where Michelle spoke about the global theme of anxiety. In her role as Director of Fraternity and Sorority Life at UNCC, Michelle Gabadia is responsible for the well-being of Greek students on campus and their transformation into leaders. One of her greatest challenges is eliminating student hazing and the dangers that come with it, something she sees as having no place in student life. Outside of work, Michelle deals with the anxiety that both relationships and race bring on a daily basis, something she talked about in her Creative Morning speech. In this edition of the Charlotte is Creative podcast, Michelle talks about developing leaders in UNCC's Greek population, how anxiety impacts creativity, and the value of failure in building resiliency. Don't forget to use the hashtag Charlotte is Creative and tweet us at CM underscore CLT whenever you see Charlatans showing their creativity. Matt. Tim. It's go time. <laughs> oh, we forgot to say that last time. I'm episode. starting out the year right with it's It's not just go time. It's Andy go time. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to our first Charlotte is Creative podcast of 2018. We just got done happy with Happy New it. Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Yes. I am resolved to make this an awesome podcast. Well, let's let's dive in. Let's let's think no more about it. I'm ready to go. We had a great morning at Creative Mornings talking about the theme of anxiety. Yeah, and why why uh, why talk about anxiety when we can just experience it? We can just live it. And that's kind of what this uh, this has been an exercise in. Uh, for those of you who might follow Creative Mornings, uh, Liberty DeVito, the world-renowned drummer of uh, Billy Joel's band for 30-plus years, was scheduled to be our speaker. And because of the uh, bomb cyclone, was grounded in Kings County, Brooklyn, New York City. And uh, yeah, Speaking of anxiety, bomb cyclone, that won't get people yeah, exactly, know, up, exactly. upset about what's coming. Exactly. Thanks, Weather Channel. So wouldn't you know it, though, just as we're like, in the midst of our anxiety around what, what are we going to do, we are gifted <laughs> Michelle Gobadia through our good friend and teammate Steve, Win- Steve Whitby. And uh, Michelle is incredible. You just, with 24 hours of prep, you <laughs> nailed it. Nailed you it. just Thanks, like guys. destroyed it. Uh, you delivered a, a talk on anxiety with no notes <laughs> in front of 450 people and had them laughing and cr- and crying and thinking and, and really reflecting on their lives. Um, and you're no slouch. I mean, you are the you are the associate dean of students at UNC Charlotte. You are also the director for fraternity and sorority life. Yeah. At UNCC, you oversee, is it 43 fraternities yeah, and sororities? Yeah, that's how many we got right? as of today, but it's Friday, so then As of today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anything's possible. 41 as of Monday, folks. Right, exactly. So your hands are full, but you're also a, a speaker, and um, you know, I'm sure you do so many other things, Yeah. and you just had us all in the palm of your hands this Thank morning, you. So. I'm humbled by the experience. This was great. The energy here at Creative Mornings is amazing and powerful, well. and I was just honored to really be in the space and yeah. enjoy with the people that are here. 
year. So Thank it was a good you. time. Well, yeah. and you can feel the residual energy a little bit. We always record this immediately after the event, just sort of basking in the glow of the event. And you can still hear people breaking down and finishing up their conversations in the background. So. The endorphins are still kicking. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Exactly. Uh, you know, before, before we get started, I think one thing... I I was thrilled. I mean, you did an amazing job this morning. But I, in in prepping to get you, it wasn't as you know. You would think that that would be not having a speaker thirty six hours before you're going would, would be an anxiety inducing experience. But I think one thing that we've learned over the last two years of doing Creative mm-hmm. Mornings is that Charlotte has a vast untapped reservoir of just amazing people absolutely but you have to look you have to you have to dig you have to you have to ask and because charlotte again we've talked about this has this reputation sometimes as being a vanilla town Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know but there are so many creative people like you that we've learned i wasn't that anxious i knew we would come up with somebody that was amazing and that would deliver a talk that engaged the audience and got them ready for it for a year of, of so much promise yeah. and, and it it all worked out for a reason you turned out to be that person that was the right person today to deliver an important message to thank you no and, and I needed the message too I needed the reminder that let yeah. me not get in my way and let my the fear monsters inside eat up what I want to do this year and oh that is gosh. such a that's such a bugbear of creative people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know but well I'll tell you I mean between the parts of your life that you touched on you know um, dating work um, the scary stuff you do and race. Um, there's no lack of anxiety in your life or all of our lives. Um, and so it's just such a timely message for us. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think if we explore all the triggers of anxiety in our life, we can see that there are common themes. And if we can recognize it and actually do something about it every time they are present in our lives, I think we can be better and we can know how to push past it and what we need to do to really get the anxiety behind us and keep being really great, authentic, creative people. Totally. Totally. Wow. So, all right. So, so we will dip into a little bit of anxiety, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't be undue anxiety. Okay. We, so like uh, many shows will save the lightning round for the end, okay. but, we, but we think you need to ramp back up again. So we're going to start with a lightning round. Let's we're going to ask it. you a few questions. You don't have to think about them. Nope. All right. Just whatever do. comes out of your never, head. Yes. Oh, good. I like that. Yeah. I never think about I never the think about I just <laughs> start talking and the right answer will present itself eventually. All right. So we'll start with this. This is a softball. Ready? What is your hometown? Uh, Deer Park, New York, from Long Island. So funny that Liberty can show up <laughs> no because kidding. I grew up on Billy Joel, and you either date a rich girl from the North Shore or a cool girl from the South like, Shore, and clearly nice. I'm a cool girl from so the South Shore. It's like New tag Yorkers. team. New like, Yorkers go. do stand in. Yes. yes they, 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 boy, you guys yeah. take care of each other. All right. Give us one of your 2018 resolutions. Oh, I'm trying to drop 30 pounds before I go to Kenya in I am, May. I am with you. I'm not going to Kenya, but I got to drop 30 pounds. Yeah, I'm, like I'm trying hard. to do that. <laughs> um, you could go to Kenya, though, I guess. I would love right? to go to Kenya. My father went there and, and raves about it. Yeah, really? wonderful. When he was in the service. Yeah. All right, Michelle, have you ever had less time to prepare for a speech <laughs> as you did today? No, this is this, <laughs> this is definitely a first. Um, when Steve called me, I, I was actually really busy, and I didn't hear what he was saying. I'm like, yeah, whatever, send me the details if you can't make it. And then he called me the next day like he can't make it. I'm like, oh, crap. I should have prepared something. So this is very short notice, but uh, I believe. You'd never know it from the outside. I believe in Steve. If he believes in me, then <laughs> I, I will make it happen. The, his bag of tricks. I don't want to embarrass him. He has to come back and talk to y'all. So the, it's too Whitby, late. That's a Whitby method. You, it is. You, you say yes to something and they're like, wait, what? It's called you've been Whitby'd. I've been Whitby'd. I, you've been, and I was Whitby'd. All right. <laughs> Every time. I love that. All right. Which two continents do you have left to visit? Antarctica 
Africa will be this December. Yeah. And then Australia eludes me. So Australia in the next two years. Wow. So you're, I mean, Australia is not hard to get it's to. Not, you're, it's you're not. scratching off Antarctica before? I, yes. You're, That's badass. You're, you're, uh, First of all, look at me. I'm black. Like, we don't do cold. <laughs> so going, like, just being in Charlotte this weekend. You know, I really don't know that anyone, what, what human... What what race does do Antarctica? But, but I have Caribbean roots, so we <laughs> love like the summer and sun. So going to Antarctica, yes. one, I'm doing it for the culture. How many black people do you know have been to Antarctica? Now you'll all know one person. Yeah. And two, you can't say you've been all seven unless you go. Wow. So yeah. why not just That's here's an opportunity, I'm going. Wow. I love it. I smell a hug grant coming on. <laughs> I, I want uh, yes. I want a video diary I'll take of the a trip hug to grant. Antarctica. Me and penguins hanging Lo- Long Island goes to I can see a, you and penguins. You're like I agree, I agree, penguins. Everything gonna be <laughs> right. alright. I'd be like, listen, penguin, you come you come quick. So <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Um what's the mascot from the University of Delaware? Uh that would be the fighting blue hen. It's an ass kicking chicken. It, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, of course it is. Is that because it was in Antarctica for too long? It was the fighting cock yes, of yes. the revolutionary, whatever war that Delaware won its first statedom in, it was the mascot, the blue hen. So wow. we have taken that on. Tell me Delaware. there are shirts that say ass kicking chicken. There are shirts that say I am ass getting one today. <laughs> there is in Delaware, absolutely. That is fantastic. Amazon, yeah, here, here yeah. comes Tim. All right. So what did you get your dog, Pascal, for Christmas? Um, I left the country. <laughs> and left you got him, him the gift of loneliness. And left him in peace. Um, or peace and quiet. I, yeah, I did leave him peace and quiet. He's a well-pampered dog. So <laughs> he has the finest of dog giver, caregivers and food. And he got like an extra long like uh, knuckle bone that he got to chew on. But I left him in peace. And is, is this, right. this is the, uh, the West Highland White Terrier and Poodle Hybrid, that a.k.a. Is. the Westie Poo? The Westie Poo named okay. Pascal. I wanted uh, something snotty in French. Okay. <laughs> That's You nailed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We. Good on you. Yeah. Um, Okay, cool. What is the best dish served at the UNCC cafeteria today? Mm, They do, uh, first of all, shout out to uh, Chartwells and all the stuff they do on campus, but they do like a wing night with like seven different flavors of wings. And it's a cafeteria, so it's all you can eat, right? It's already paid for. Awesome. Like, it'll be 10 different wings and different coatings. We went and to rubs. college in the wrong. We went too late to college. Oh, yeah. I tell you, I went to, so Matt and I both graduated from uh, Chapel Hill. And I've never heard of the school. I, I know. It's a small, <laughs> it's never, a small. Is it good? Sc- is, it, yeah. is, it, is it good? Good? I, t- in, I love well, it. Well behaved. I've never heard of it, but that's Do you mean well behaved as in no. good? I'm there was sure. a guy, I think his name was Michel Jordan, who graduated never from. Heard oh, of it's Michael him. Jordan. At any rate, I went to visit the cafeteria there with my kids over the Christmas break, and they had like a steakhouse and like a farm to table restaurant in <laughs> yeah. the cafeteria. When I was a freshman, the big news was Taco Bell yeah, was yeah. going to be serving and, enchiladas, and, you know? And Chick-fil-A. Dining yeah. has evolved. Sorry, those waffle That's fries insane. are insane. I got to go to wing night. We yeah, wing re-roll. night is, is legit at UNC Charlotte. All right, last question in the lightning round. Sure. How many times have you seen Animal House? Whoa, m- maybe a solid from Start to finish four times. That's I Probably think that's two strong. Because it was on the TV and two for like we required movies. viewing for someone <laughs> in your is, uh, line of work. It, it is, but there's like sixty Greek movies that are required viewing, like Stomp the Yard and yeah. Animal old House that's and true. Old School and it's like true. Sorority Chick. So it's th- true. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So are we feeling those synopsis firing? There, we're they're sort of fired we're, away. We're back. The dendrites right, yeah. are connected. We're back, baby. So uh, diving a little deeper here. Um, 
What led you to your work as the director of fraternity and sorority life at UNCC? So I joined a sorority as an undergrad, um, and the beginning was not as great as, as the end was. I was definitely someone who engaged in hazing and 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 participated in it willingly, allowed things to happen to me. Um, and th- that's not the part I'm most proud of, but I recognize that I can have an impact in how other students have an experience. And if I can eliminate this from, you know, what the fraternity and sorority experience is, I'm going to do it. And I just really really cared about students and I think I majored in student activities as opposed to whatever I majored in as an undergrad. So that really propelled me into the higher ed field and fraternity and life really became my concentration and just a passion to eradicating hazing in, in the country and the world and has led me to speaking about it. Well, and you won as, as we had uh, shared with the crowd in, in when we introduced you that you won this anti-hazing hero award. Yeah. And was that a pretty meaningful moment for you. I mean, especially given the fact you just shared that you would, you know, as a younger woman had participated in Mm -hmm. some of those activities. It was a humbling moment and it was also really bittersweet. I wish I didn't win an anti-hazing hero award Mm -hmm. because there shouldn't be hazing. Mm -hmm. You know, we shouldn't be pioneering and fighting to end it. It shouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm humbled by hazingprevention.org for presenting me with the award. I will continue to fight against it and use my voice and my talent however I can. Um, but it, parts of me makes me sad because we shouldn't even have an award for something like that because it yeah. shouldn't exist today. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Totally. And it's funny, my brother um, works at Princeton. He was associate mm-hmm. dean of students at Princeton nice. for a while. And in, in particular, it was very much a point of contact on crisis management. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't fraternities and sororities. In fact, I don't think they have those specifically there. They're more like um, dining houses. They are. They're, they're eating houses. Eating yeah. houses, mm-hmm. yeah. But he's shared with me plenty of times uh, in, in confidence, you know, that these are anxiety-inducing moments that you, as, as an administrator, yeah. are caught in between um, students that are involved in something, or sometimes you're caught between the parent and the mm-hmm. student. You know, I don't know if you've ever received a call like, yeah. isn't there something we can do about this? Absolutely. Like, almost monthly, I get two right. or three phone calls from students. I mean, I think we're fighting a good fight. At the end of the day, there's leadership development like no other in fraternity and sororities. And if we can eliminate students doing things that go against what the values are, we can do that. That's a that's a doable goal that we can do. It just takes a fight and I have to fight against hundreds of years of tradition and culture. And when I was in school, this was allowable. So as we're pushing up against that, we have some great students who are doing amazing things and are not engaging that behavior. So I think they're worth the fight. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. I I think one thing I keyed into that you said too, is that you wish there weren't hazing out in the the world. Mm -hmm. And I I think as adults, we like to feel like we graduate beyond things. Mm -hmm. And so hazing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that took place in college. Mm -hmm. But what I imagine you interact with people and then you see those same kinds of practices Absolutely. going on out in the professional Every area. fall, ESPN spends how much time on the rookies getting hazed at rookie camp and, and all of that stuff. And you see the baseball teams. And these are millionaires who are getting right. literally hazed on professional sports teams. 47% of students uh, have experienced hazing in high school. So coming into college, they were already experiencing it mm. in high school. Some people just feel, they call it paying your dues, right? And and go get us coffee, even though you're a well-paid professional and, and things right. of that nature. So we really need to... Uh, understand how it shows up either as bullying, as hazing, or just being a bad human. So though the, yeah. it still prevails. It's not just fraternities and sororities. You can find it in athletics. You can find it in clubs. You can find it in organizations. You can find it in residence halls. So there's a lot of places you can find it, and in adult life. Yeah, I think you could see it just even living in 
in neighborhoods mm-hmm. or be, you know, where on social media, people, mm-hmm. anytime you are, look exclusive or you make someone go through something mm-hmm. absolutely. humiliating in order to earn their place, absolutely. and it just feels like it's everywhere. It, 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 it can be pervasive, absolutely. Mm. So let's shift a little bit into our theme this month of yeah. anxiety. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> you spoke to a, a, a room of hundreds of people who um, believe that they are creative, and they are. We believe that everyone is creative. Yeah. And they may be creative vocationally, they may be creative avocationally, or they just love appreciating creativity inside of themselves and around them. Um, so that was the crowd that you were speaking to today. Um, so how do you think anxiety impacts creativity? I, like I said in in my my talk, it, it it prevents us from being great. It's a barrier. It's yeah. almost like a brick wall that we build internally. It mm-hmm. starts internally. Anxiety comes from within. There are external factors, but we're the ones who really start that doubt and mistrust in ourselves and our own skill set. And that's where the anxiety comes from. What if I'm not good enough? What if people don't like what I produce? What if they don't like what I put out there? What if it's really crap and everyone's just blowing like sunshine up my skirt? So I think that anxiety limits our creativity and it limits how far we can go and stretch and go into the world of what if, as opposed to, you know, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Do you see that dynamic playing out even in the lives of of your students? Absolutely. I think there are so many students who are unsure of themselves and not because I told them that they couldn't be great or anyone else. They just, inside, the anxiety of is limiting and it holds them back. I'm like, I don't know if I can go and be the actor that I want to be yeah. because my parents want me to major in engineering. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and, and they almost... They quench that part of their their spirit, yeah. and they suppress that, and they're not happy, and they're not fulfilled. And I think anxiety it builds. And I've seen students withdraw from school for mm-hmm. anxiety. I've seen students have to change majors. I've seen people just quit altogether because the anxiety gets so much that it it really stops forward momentum and motion. Uh, do you feel like? And well, I'm going to ask like, as you deal with students, is it real? I, we, I seem to read a lot about kids not being allowed to fail mm-hmm. before they get to college. Yeah. And so much of being creative and being successful yeah. is that willingness to fall on your face. Absolutely. And I mean, is that something that you feel like you're dealing with? I know adults hold no. on to that too. We don't want to be imperfect. We're definitely dealing with it. And I'm not going to throw parents and all that under the bus. And you can talk about helicopter parents and all that stuff. Students need resiliency. And the only way you become resilient is if you fail, right? And if you never fail, the first time you're met with a challenge, you will crumble. You will crumble. So if we can build resiliency, if we can build addressing anxiety and meeting it head on and that chapter and facing our demons, our students and adults will be better for it, but we have to teach it. And the only way we teach it means not everyone gets a trophy and you're going to fail and you don't get picked for this and that's okay, that you'll be better the next time. You know, I th- you also said something that at least feels very autobiographical to me. Parents often do get get blamed for this, mm-hmm. and you know, I that inner voice w- that my inner voice mm-hmm. has always been sterner than my. Pa- it didn't come from external forces. Yeah. I think we want to look at things acting on us. Yeah, but it was inside. My parents were nothing but supportive. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I was the one who was afraid to fail, and I think that actually does hold parents back, you mm-hmm. know, because you wonder, oh, you know, is the kid going to blame me, you know, Absolutely. when they come up against a wall? And, and I think we do need to throw our kids into situations where the outcome is uncertain. Absolutely, because life will not be certain and things will come at you and you need to know how to deal with it. And again, silence the anxiety so you can move forward or, or you're going to sit in it and be stuck. 
Well, we obviously consider you part of the Creative Mornings family. Yeah. We're so glad you were uh, here with us today. Um, and we're all about community here. Mm-hmm. I know that you felt that you even even spoke to it on the stage. Um, what kind of people do you think we need around us to combat anxiety? I think we definitely don't need to be in echo chambers. Yeah. Uh, we, Amen. We need yeah. to be with people who are not like us, who have different perspective, and that's totally okay. I tell my students all the time, we can talk about whatever you want in my office, as long as you're respectful, whether that's politics, religion, creativity, whatever, as long as you have a level of respect. And I think you also need people in your inner circle who will tell you about yourself, yeah. that you call up. Like, even after I got off the stage, I went up to Steve, I'm like, Steve, what really? Was it okay? And he's like, <laughs> because I respect his opinion, and yes. if he says it, because he's a friend, I receive it. And you know, I, there are people in my circle that I really count on to call me on my BS. Yes. And I, I think everyone needs that. And not only do you need that person, you need to respect what they say because you know it comes from a place of love. So I think in our community, we need diversity of thought, of experiences, of uh, creative thinking, mm-hmm. but we also need that respect level so I can receive what you're giving to me so I can do something with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have there's work to be done, but we have worked really hard for creative mornings to be the that spark, that beginning of a place that that is diverse. Yeah. We don't want to bring 400 people who are in lockstep together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that look alike and think alike and, and you know and process the same way together because I, I think that's what been, has been plaguing Charlotte Absolutely. and communities all over the world. I mean, we look at our leaders today. Yeah. You know, they don't you have to ask yourself is that do they really believe that or are they just surrounded by people that 24/7 tell them it, tell yeah. them enforce that narrative you know that reinforce that fantasy Absolutely. that they're living that the outside world thinks the same way it's okay to hear that you're wrong yeah. it's so and once you become okay with that as an adult like things open up like yeah. okay i don't have to be right all the time well pressure is yeah. like alleviated but it's okay to hear that you're wrong and there's a better way to do things yeah. absolutely absolutely well you gave us some amazing tools today at the end of your talk mm-hmm. about ways that we can tackle these anxiety moments um, in, in our lives. And um, I think proactively, intentionally gathering with, with people who are not like mm-hmm. us certainly seems like one of those tools that we can add to the, to the toolbox. I mean, one of the things I tried to allude to up on the stage is that when we find ourselves in situations that, that feel anxious to us, mm-hmm. whether that's on a plane, in which case I had to train myself to look out the window and find the beauty yeah. in the experience, um, or us venturing into communities that are not mm-hmm. like the communities that we're used to. Mm-hmm. And instead of feeling anxious about that, maybe train ourselves to look around and find the beauty Absolutely. and the joy and the connection in those places. Absolutely. So it is about retraining our minds and ourselves to uh, to, to reprocess and refocus that anxious energy yeah. into something that actually helps our lives. Absolutely. By identifying it and redirecting that mm-hmm. energy is what helps us in all that stuff. So as much as I do stuff that scares me and I'm, I have anxiety about it, I'm also redirecting and be like, let me let this push me. Yeah. Let this, let me go to the next level because this anxiety is going to propel me. That's the momentum I actually need to take the next step. But you got to recognize it first, and then you can redirect it. Totally. Well, you may be able to hear in the background, but um, we are still at the Fillmore, and we're we're, we're we're moving on to the next, or they are moving on to the next act. So let's let's wrap up with the this final the, question. So our tradition is to ask one last question, which is, what advice? do you have for Charlotte? <sighs> what advice do I have for Charlotte? It's a big question, mm. but we're you chipping know, away at it. 
Charlotte, she's she's an amazing girl. You know, this is the queen city, and she's not the same city she was 10 years ago, and she, her best days are ahead of her, and they're coming very soon in the next couple of years with the light rail that should connect you to all parts of the city, especially parts you've never been in, to the music that comes here, the culture that's here, the all the ethnic food and the Americana food that's mm-hmm. here in Charlotte. If you're not swimming in it and basking in it and sharing it and breaking bread with people who don't look like you and don't think like you, we will never be the queen city that we want to be. And I think that is what Charlotte needs right now. So instead of, you know, not making eye contact when you walk up the street, uptown or in Trade and Tryon, smile, say hello, say good morning, say good evening. Don't shy away from the homeless people on the streets. You know, if you can say, do you need anything? Um, and, and really give of yourself to be the queen city and, and the Charlotte's finest as we want to be. Beautiful. Absolutely. Wow. I, I mean... I don't even want to. I don't want to ruin the end of the podcast by even talking, but I've already done it because that's incredible. Thanks, guys. You're not going to talk, are you? He, okay. We've rendered Tim speechless, Look which at that. is Look a at God. Look at that. feat <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> um, Michelle Gabadia, thank yes. you so much for being a part of this special morning and for sitting down with us. And yeah, welcome to the welcome to the creative thank family. You. Good We're to so be here. Excited. Thanks so much. Um, Tim, I'm going to break the silence to say thank you. I mean, thank it was you. an incredible morning, and if and we will be a poorer community if you're not here at every meeting moving forward. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Now that like right. Steve has opened the door, I'm now, like a vampire. Now, yeah, Can't exactly. Get rid of me. Now that exactly. we've moved Steve Whitby right. out of the way, out the, the way, obstacle, the, the, dis, the bespeckled obstacle that is Steve Whitby. You're doing cool stuff. Invite me. <laughs> so uh, you're, in. you're in the family. Do yourself a favor if you weren't here this morning. Um, go to charlotteiscreative.com and watch. Uh, Michelle's talk. Um, we'll also be putting out like a two-minute highlight reel sponsored by Ortho Carolina in the coming weeks too. So plenty of ways to experience the magic that you brought to us. Thank today. you, thank you guys. I thank really so appreciate it. Thank you. All right, it's All right. go time. And go. See y'all. Thanks later. for listening. Thanks again to Michelle Gabadia, Associate Dean and Director of Fraternity and Sorority Life at UNC Charlotte, for speaking with us. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in to the Charlotte is Creative podcast. Let us know what you think by tweeting us at CM underscore CLT and using the hashtag Charlotte is Creative. For more from Charlotte is Creative, check out charlotteiscreative.com.